Welcome into a new episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, the triple-digit heat this week is threatening Midwest crops, but more soybeans than corn, according to USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey. Triple-digit heat was back midweek throughout the Corn Belt as the Midwest's worst heat wave in years was expected to peak. But for USDA meteorologist Rippey, corn was not the immediate concern. Not a huge impact likely for corn in the scheme of things. A little bit more concern for soybeans as they continue to fill out the pods that we could take a little bit off the top of the soybean yield potential there. And Rippy says corn isn't completely out of the woods either. The main impact will be on the final fill of the crop. So it may not fill out quite as nicely as we would like in some of those hotter, drier western corn belt states where we're hitting 100 degrees on multiple days this week. But overall, Rippy doesn't see the short-term triple-digit heat as crop-destroying, leading him to predict just minor declines in next week's crop progress report for corn and soybeans. Wednesday marked the first day of a once-in-a-generation hearing on federal milk pricing. USDA's federal milk marketing order hearing is underway as dairy producers make their case for changes to the pricing program. National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern says, quote, thanks to the tireless efforts of dairy farmers and their cooperatives, this industry is poised for progress as federal milk marketing order modernization is now in sight, end quote. Now, the industry expects five to seven weeks of testimony and discussion on proposals to modernize the FMMO system. Following USDA's initial presentations, the hearing will then launch into discussions of specific issues placed within the scope of the hearing. After the hearing's conclusion, entities involved in the hearing then have a period of time to respond to the testimony, followed by a USDA draft decision, then more discussion and ultimately a vote among dairy farmers on a final proposal likely in the second half of 2024. USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service on Wednesday announced $72.9 million in grants awarded to 55 states and territories through the Specialty Crop Block Grant Program. The grant program provides funding to enhance the competitiveness of specialty crops and support specialty crop growers through marketing, education, and research. Fiscal year 2023 funding is awarded to the Departments of Agriculture in the 50 states, the District of Columbia, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, American Samoa, and the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands. States are encouraged to sub-award funding to projects that address the needs of U.S. producers of fruits, vegetables, tree nuts, dried fruits, horticulture, nursery crops. Funded projects include investing in food safety, especially crop research, including research to focus on conservation and environmental outcomes, developing new and improved seed varieties and specialty crops, and pest and disease control. This year's awards mark over $1 billion invested in nearly 12,000 projects supporting the U.S. specialty crop industry. USDA's Economic Research Service says emergency allotments were central to Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program spending growth during the pandemic. SNAP participation and inflation-adjusted spending grew each year from fiscal year 2007 through 2013 following the Great Recession and from fiscal year 2019 through 21 following the COVID-19 pandemic. Average monthly participation increased faster for longer and by a greater amount following the Great Recession than during the pandemic, peaking at 47.6 million participants in fiscal year 2013. 
Well, global rice trade forecasts for both calendar year 2023 and 2024 are sharply lowered this month. USDA lowered the forecast in response to India's July 20 immediate ban on further sales of select rice varieties, resulting in urgent buying by some importers and rapid Asian price increases. The 2024 global export forecast is lowered 3.4 million tons to 52.9 million, with exports from India lowered 4 million tons to 19 million. Increased export forecasts for Brazil, Pakistan, Russia, and Vietnam partially offset the 2024 export reduction for India. For 2023, global exports are reduced 1.9 million tons to 53.8 million, with India's export forecast reduced 2 million tons to 20.5 million. Import forecasts are lowered for several major importers in Asia and Sub-Saharan Africa for both 2023 and 2024. A 23-24 production forecast in the U.S. rice market is raised 1% to 203.6 million hundredweight based on a higher yield of 7,700 pounds per acre. Well, Growth Energy has filed a motion to intervene in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit supporting the Environmental Protection Agency's refinery exemptions decision. The motion is in response to the Hunt Refining Company's lawsuit seeking to reverse the EPA's decision to reject unwarranted small refinery exemptions. The motion is just the latest in a series of legal efforts. Growth Energy has led to protect the integrity of the renewable fuel standard, which requires oil refiners to blend a specific amount of biofuels into their fuel each year. Growth Energy CEO Emily Score says, quote, EPA made the right call by following the data, which shows there is no economic justification for exempting another oil company from its obligations under the RFS, end quote. Now, she also added, quote, past abuse of SREs destroyed demand for billions of gallons of biofuels, undermining our ability to hold down prices at the pump with clean American renewable fuel, end quote. And also here on today's program, average retail prices for all eight major fertilizers were down again the second full week of August, according to sellers surveyed by DTN. Prices for six of the eight major fertilizers saw a significant drop, which DTN designates as anything 5% or more. Now, leading the way lower was UAN32. The nitrogen fertilizer was 13% lower compared to last month and had an average price of $399 per ton. This is the first time since the first week of May 2021 that UAN32's price has been under $400 per ton. That week, the average price was also $399 a ton. Also, anhydrous was double digits lower, down 12% compared to last month. The nitrogen fertilizer had an average price of $630 a ton. Both DAP and potash were 8% lower compared to last month. DAP had an average price of $745 a ton, while potash was $558 a ton. UAN28 was 7% less expensive than last month with an average price of $359 a ton. MAP was 6% lower compared to last month and had an average price of $762 a ton. Two fertilizers were just slightly lower compared to the prior month. Urea had an average price of $573 a ton, while 10340 was $705 a ton. On a price per pound of nitrogen basis, the average urea price was $0.62 cents a pound and anhydrous was $0.38 cents a pound. UAN28 was $0.64 cents a pound and UAN32 was $0.62 cents a pound. 
All fertilizers are now lower by double digits compared to one year ago. 1034 zeros down 20%, DAP down 24%, MAP down 26%, Urea down 29%, Potash 37% lower than a year ago, UAN 28 down 38%, UAN 32 down 41%, and Anhydrous down by 53%. That's going to do it for American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Jesse Allen, wishing you a great rest of your day.